the good stuff. Smiles for miles with Bethany. Hello everybody, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Good Stuff Smiles for Miles podcast season two. Guys, I'm really excited about this episode because we are actually at FCA distance camp right now. For my guests, we will have some of my fellow Lincoln Christian teammates and some other FCA people. So for my first guest, please welcome back to the podcast, Riley Dahlman, Carter Holen, and Joel Photo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> innovation. I think it's currently staying at ours. I'm excited to have you guys back on. Season two. Yeah, okay. This time it's in Kearney, not Lincoln. True. I didn't know your podcast studio was mobile. I know. <laughs> okay, so as you know, I always start off with an icebreaker. So which cross-country course is the worst course to run on and why? Pioneer's Park. Why? Because it has too many hills. It has too many hills. <laughs> I like them all. It's actually? Yeah. It's such a lie. I like them. Why? Because. You know what my least favorite course is? All of them. All of them. Wait, actually, I don't like Every the mountain course. The footing on that one is that terrible. That is a 5K race. It's the first one. Bridge show. Oh, I love bridge show. Yeah. I like bridge like show. The footing is so flat. I, don't like the I love it. Well, yeah, footing sucks, but at least you're not breathing in, like, dust from Pioneer's Park. Oh, Pioneer's Park dust, dust is, is good for the soul. You guys are really quiet speakers. Oh, sorry. We'll the talk bars are so small. We are talking about. Uh, oh, no. Joe, stop yet. It's not your time yet. We're recording, guys. Okay, interruption. Is Jesse in your group? Yeah. And Hudson or Hudson? No, Hudson's my group. Oh, well, we just got an interruption. Okay, guys. So let's hop into some running questions. Um, why do you have to work so hard when you guys are runners? Because if you don't, you'll suck. Yeah. <laughs> Running's not easy. You have to put in the work if you want to be any good. Otherwise, you'll probably just not be any good. It takes consistency to be good. Yeah. You got to work hard. You don't have to work hard, but if you don't work hard, you're not going to go anywhere. True. Okay. Why do runners lift and do we need to? Injury prevention. And yes. <laughs> Sounds twin. like a you problem. <laughs> um, no, yeah, definitely you need to lift. Yeah, just don't want to be a twig like Joel, honestly. Um, no, it's super beneficial because, like, a lot of people think you don't lift because you don't want to be bulky. Like, football players, there's a different kind of lifting than lifting like football players, but lifting so you're just more athletic in general and it's definitely Quicker. builds strength and quickness. Explosive. Yeah, explosive edge, yeah. Okay, if you could give one piece of advice to a person trying running for the first time, what would it be? You repeat the question. <laughs> what were you doing over <laughs> If you could give one piece of advice to a person trying running for the first time, what would it be? I feel like it, it gets better as you get in shape. Like, you might not like the first run, but, like, run with other people, and that'll make it fun. Yeah, try to have a good attitude about it because if you already start with a bad attitude to begin with then it's not <laughs> gonna be good <laughs> okay okay so um for some running and faith questions um a few years ago bailey timmons um was talking in one of the sessions and he said something about uh jesus suffered more pain on the cross than you do in running what does this mean to you um Running can be pretty painful, but it doesn't really compare to what Jesus went through on the cross because 
that was extreme, like it's the most extreme torture ever, pretty much. So, um, yeah, I just feel like it allows you to push through the pain more when you like think about like what Christ went through the, on the cross and like how minuscule the pain you're in in a race, because like ultimately a race, I mean a 5K only lasts however long a 5K lasts. Like you only run for so long, so just like pushing through the pain and realizing that like. The pain that Christ went through was so much more than that. Okay. Um, at FCA, we have a saying called audience of one. How would you explain this to someone who has never heard it before? <laughs> I mean, our world says, like, compete for yourself, compete for, like, the people that are watching, your family, friends. And, like, all, it's all about comparison and, like, the approval of others. But audience of one is just like taking the focus off of ourselves and like the other's approval and just putting the focus on God and like allowing that to be freeing as we compete and just focusing everything and competing on glorifying God. Yeah, just kind of to reiterate, just competing for the Lord instead of yourself or other people. Okay, for the topic today, I chose great leaders of the Bible. So you guys get to talk about David, and then just to like, everyone should know who David is, but you know, David's a, David's a shepherd boy that took the stone <laughs> oh, and beat Goliath. Whoa. No, yeah, I know. Joel's okay. pretty comparable to David. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's facts. In your you. opinion, why do you think David was a great leader? Probably because he, on the outside, he didn't look like a great leader because he was the youngest of his brothers. He was pretty small, I think. But um, his heart was after God's, and, like, that's honestly the most important thing if you're trying to lead, because if your heart isn't in the right place, then you're probably not going to lead people the right way. Yeah. And he was also, like, able to captivate everyone around him. Like, it wasn't just, it wasn't just him that was, like, serving God, but he, like, brought others around him and included others uh, to pursue God, too. Yeah, two things. Like, he didn't rely on his own strength and his own power, but, like, he relied on God, and he just trusted that, like, God would use him and that God can work through any one of us, and, like, it's him doing the work, not us and, like, our ourselves. And just, like, David was faithful and just did what God wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. And I kind of had something about, like, how I was reading online about how it said, like, the people voted Saul as a king because he looked like a leader, but just because you look like a leader doesn't mean you'll, you'll be a great one. So I really like that. But in Jeremiah 17, 9, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? How does this relate to David, and what does it say about how God chose him as a leader? I think people often, like, decide who's a leader just based on their outward appearance and like think that they're uh, like who a leader is just just based on like how they look and like what their position is but like truly God can use anyone to be a leader and so like ultimately that's the most important thing it's just like remaining steadfast in God and like having that be the part like that's what everything about your leadership is revolving around like, you can lead without God, but you're not going to be leading the right way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's plenty of bad leaders that 
do a good job leading, but the wrong type of leadership yeah. that we're after. Yeah. yeah, and I wrote some things down about how, like, you know, everyone's sinful, and David did a lot of bad stuff, like, he killed Uriah, he married Bathsheba, and did all the stuff with her, but, like, I wrote down, like, he didn't just, that did, didn't really disqualify him from being a great leader, because, like, we can all sin, but we can still still be a great leader at the same time. Yeah, we're all human, none of us are going to be perfect, but Christ's work on the cross sets us free from our sin, and he takes the punishment for us and when he took the place, our place on the cross. And so then we can still lead. And obviously part of being leadership is just being vulnerable and like admitting the others, like I'm not perfect, like I fall short, but just trying to get everyone united around Christ. Yeah, well, thank you for coming back on to the podcast, guys. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> And Thanks I hope so. to have you guys back on during cross-country season again. For season two or yeah. season three? Um, probably season still season, season two. Six. What is there, like 100,000 <laughs> monthly listeners now? <laughs> probably. Yeah, wow. I have like a 4.9 rating on Apple Podcasts. 4.9? Who voted not as high? Oh, my brother. Oh, he gave uh, me a one-star rating. Thanks, Matthew. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'll go, give it, I'll go give it a five-star. My grandma listens to this. Oh, yeah. I know. She's my dad listens to this. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. <laughs> Hi, Mr. John and Mrs. I don't know. Stella. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my mom. I'm not my dad. <laughs> I okay. think Jesse's ready for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesse's ready for The good stuff smiles for miles with Bethany. Buddy, welcome back to part two of the Good Stuff Smiles for Miles podcast. Um, I have on some of my friends from my previous huddle, so please welcome to the podcast for the first time ever, Tierney and Emma. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. So, Emma, I know you've been listening, but yeah. I always start my podcast off with an icebreaker question. So, in your opinion, which running shoe brand is the best and why? Hoka's. It's like you're walking on clouds, you know? So I've been like a Brooks girl, like through and through. I love Brooks a lot, but this track season I tried the on or on cloud or something like that. I tried those, and uh, I actually really liked them for the miles. So I want to try Hoka's maybe for cross country, but like I'm kind of all over the place. But Brooks are like my main. Yeah, I like them a lot. I know so. I've always wanted to try Hoka's. Yeah, I hear yeah. they're like walking on clouds. Or what's that new brand? OC. Or on cloud. That's on. on. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I've heard those are fun. Yeah, they're wearing pretty good. Sock, I'm currently running. Well, I'm not wearing socks, but <laughs> I'm running. I've been running in sock these. I don't recommend. You don't like them? No. You gotcha. blisters. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna hop into some running questions. So, how can you tell when you need new running shoes? I feel like if you're starting to get blisters, uh-huh. or if you just feel uncomfortable, or if they're like get holes in them, mm-hmm. just kind of like obvious signs, like yeah, for holes and stuff, like wearing down. Look at them. <laughs> I usually get one for like a new pair for each season yeah. almost, and then my old ones will just be like my practice ones for that yeah. season, is what I usually do. I get a do. new pair for cross country, and then I get like a new pair for track. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so um, how do you stay motivated when you don't want to run? <sighs> and then do you have like any tips? <laughs> um... I 
don't eat before I run, and then I go for a run, and then I'm like, okay, when I'm done running, then I can, I get to eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even know, like, what I used to motivate. I think, like, today, this morning, I was running with Lindy, who I was, like, nervous about running, almost. I'm which, nervous, too. Which, oh, my gosh. Which, um, so I was running with her, and we were just going out for, an, it was a nice run, and I was just kind of like, look at how nice outside. Like, kind of just, I usually just tell myself, you're fine. That's what I do. I just, that's kind of how I get through it. I just, like, you're fine. Your body can do it. It's just your mind wanting to stop me. So that's basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I was dreading running this morning. I woke yeah. up at like 5 a.m. and I yeah. was like. <sighs> I even woke up at 6 and I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, what are the best running shoe brands to buy from if you had to give like, you know, someone's like, I'm trying running for the first time, but I don't know where to start. What are some like top brands you would give them? I definitely think Brooks would be like the yeah, first brand I would that you go to the glycerins. Mm -hmm. They're definitely way less expensive than Hoka's. Yeah. I would I'd start off with yeah, Brooks. Yeah, I think Brooks are really yeah. good. Okay. And there's also other ones like Asics. You guys mentioned Stockany, OnCloud. Yeah. I know some people run in Adidas. Yeah, I don't know. I've just, I feel like Adidas is mostly like starting out tennis shoes and then they made running shoes. I feel like Brooks are like yeah. running and walking shoes yeah. already. So like... Instead of just going like off of a brand that made a running shoe, I feel like if they already made, or like they start running shoes is like kind of their thing. Yeah. Almost, I feel like that's kind of. And what there's you know, like, sorry. No, you're fine. There's like one type of Nike running shoe that one of my teammates runs in. She's okay. Like, I'm embarrassed to run in these Nikes because people, <laughs> but they're like, there's she like likes one type. Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I want to hop into some like tying running and pace together. So what are some things God has taught you through running and like how did it impact you in the way you run? I used to not run for God. Like I was just like, oh, I'm just running. And once I came to camp, I that's what I've been doing ever since. Look for signs like crosses and like the telephone poles and just all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I definitely think, so for every race that I do, I always write a verse on my arm, mm -hmm. like fill Phil 413 I always write that down and I think like when I started doing that if I look at it or when I'm hitting my fourth lap for the mile I tap it and I'm just like it gets me in the mindset that like he's gonna get me through it mm -hmm. and like I can go get the next girl and do stuff yeah. like that so Ooh, yeah I, I really like yeah that. okay and then how do you guys like put faith in running into practice mm. I the same, the same way. Like yeah, kind of just, yeah, just like thinking about it and like, I guess now that I think, I don't really think about it that much when I'm practicing mm -hmm. and stuff, but like, I do know like if I don't want to go to practice, I'll say a little prayer, I'll be like, okay, gotta go to practice, gonna mm -hmm. get you better. Like, I just yeah. kind of just have a little combo prayer pretty much, just I do, talk and stuff, but. I do know. pray when I, when I run, yeah. like, oh, it's getting hard, let me just pray real quick so I can make it through this, but like definitely just for races, I ride on my legs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. Yeah. All glory to God and stuff, yep. but because it's a good reminder just to yes. see that when you're running. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, like I said, for my first group, um, the topic I chose was great leaders of the Bible, and for you guys, I chose Paul. Okay. And for you know people who might not know Paul, it's he was one of the greatest apostles, but he also, as we know, persecuted Christians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I put in about like just if we ever want to read about it, Acts four is the story of Saul, and then on his way to Damascus about Paul. So I have on, as Paul went on to be one of the greatest apostles ever spreading the good news of the gospel, got beaten and almost died quite a few times doing this. And like, what does that show us about like Paul and like about us as Christians? 
I feel like that just shows his faith is so strong mm-hmm. that he was, yes. like, almost died, but he kept going um, for God and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really just gave his all to his faith mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, and I think it just shows us that, like, somewhere in the Bible, I know it says in, like, the New Testament that God did say, like, following me, you might go through persecution and yeah. stuff, but, like, yeah. it also just, like, Paul is such a great role model to be like, oh, if Paul can do this, I can too. Mm-hmm. It might be yeah. scary, but like, yeah. that's the price we have to pay if we want to follow Christ. Yeah. Um, so I have the story of Acts 16, and it's the Philippian jailer converted. And I absolutely love this story. And it's when Paul was in the jail cell, and the earthquake happened, yet they all stayed. And then the um, person watching all of them came to Christ. So um, Paul had hope and continued to write letters to share with the Jews and Gentiles and many other people. And like, um, how does Paul show leadership in this story and throughout his whole lifetime? And how does Paul teach you anything about leading? Just kind of like going back what I said before is like he wasn't, I mean, he might have been afraid, but he knew that, you know, God's hand was in this and Mm -hmm. he was like, he will get me through it. So even if I might die or something serious might happen, like, he really just kind of had that realization that God's still there. Yeah. And so I think, like, knowing that is really, really good. What yeah. should we say? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then kind of lastly, I just had, like, as a little bullet point, you know, like like we said, he persecuted Christians, but yet we see God change this man in that. Um, I said this in the previous group. We're all sinners, and we make a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. But just because he persecuted Christians, hated them, that didn't disqualify him yeah. from being a great leader. And do you, do you guys ever find something that, like, disqualifies you from being a leader? Or you think, I'm not, I can't be one, or anything? I think about my age sometimes. Yeah, like I have my doubts, and, like, people yeah. play the seniority thing, too. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm like, okay, no, you can't be, like, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Especially, like, in track and stuff. It was yeah. a lot of, like, seniority stuff. So yeah. it was kind of hard through that. But Or, like, I'm just, like, an average runner, but there's people better than me, so mm-hmm. they, like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. I'm so so glad you got to come on. So, um, until next time, guys. The Good Stuff Smiles for Miles with Bethany. To part three of The Good Stuff Smiles for Miles. Um, For my guests today, we have Hudson, Jesse, Taylor. (laughs) Okay, I always start. my guess off with an icebreaker. So, guys, in your opinion, which running shoe brand is the best and why? Crocs. Crocs in sport mode, you can't beat them. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. No opinion. <laughs> no opinion. <laughs> uh, that's a better answer than what Jackson said. Um, the next percents. No, Jackson just listed off random shoe <laughs> brands. Didn't say anything about. Next question. Okay. These are questions about running. So, what are some ways that can lead to a person getting an injury in running, and then how can you prevent that? Hitting from their knee with a bat. <laughs> Don't wear knee protection. Uh, running too much mileage too early in the season. Meaning, yes. don't run at all. Tripping on rocks. Lifting too much. Oh, <laughs> Kneecapping somebody like lifting too much to the point that doing drugs, shooting their knee for the whole track season, and then you get to districts and then you run somehow. Dead I agree, Joel. Just like straight up not running or playing ba- play basketball during the off season. You know that yeah. really gets people injured. <laughs> <laughs> or those height extender surgeries, like they add a little bit, <laughs> they break your yeah, knees. Yeah, BBLs definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Um. 
would you recommend running a half marathon or a full marathon to a runner? No. And have you ever ran one before? No. No and no. yes. No and no. I yes. ran a full marathon. Yes. No, you haven't. Jay. Yes, I have. No, no you haven't. All right, Justin, be real, man. Oh, yes. Be real? <laughs> oh. He means be real. Okay. Um, yes. Be space real. Okay. Do I need to warm up or cool down before runs? And if so, what type of runs would I need to do no. that for? Uh-oh. No. Yes. Don't listen to Justin. Yes, warm up and cool down. I never down. warm up. You need, a, you need a warm up, just not cool runs. down. You, just need more <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to cool down. That's cow. You don't need to cool down. You need to cool down, otherwise you get lactic acid. Exactly. Do you ever legs. cool down yes. or warm up? I have to. I'm already warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to cool down because you have to drink you the lactic You need both acid. for every kind of run. It just depends on what kind of run you need. a certain amount of both for. Thank you. Amen. Disagree to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so these are some tying running and faith together. So how do you guys show the light of Jesus to people on your team who may not be Christians? I just want to name it. Nah, I mean... I don't know if I can name it. Oh, wait. Track. It's different for me and Taylor, obviously. So we, let's hear from Hudson and Jesse. Uh, just, just give your teammates a Bible. <laughs> hey, that's a start. That's, that's cool. that's a start. Um, you know, just being a good sport, win or lose, you know, whether they do better than you or you do better than them, you know, just be a good person and love them like Jesus does. Mm. Oh. Okay, and then how do you guys look for God in your runs? How do we what? Look for God in your runs. Sometimes I listen to music, and that just gets me. What kind of music? Young boy. Christian music. Yeah, I listen to young boy. (laughs) 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 This podcast is going great. Um, Okay, so the topic I chose was great leaders of the Bible, and you guys get to talk about Peter. So, um... Second Peter 3.18 says, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. When you have studied... Um, ooh, I wrote this wrong. Kind oh. Of, <laughs> um, do you see, like, when what this verse is talking about, do you see this kind of growth in Peter and what he went through? It's harder than memorizing. Let me think. Understand. I'm not memorizing. Grow in the grace. I, I wrote the question Should we really wrong. restart? Because I feel like we've yes. been goofing around too much. No, I'm I think we're chilling. Okay. I'm going to go yes. I don't listen to young boy. I'm going to go yes. I'm going to go you guys do realize this is like going on the web, right? Like Apple Podcast stuff. Like, say that a little louder, Jesse. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that it does influence me. That's What's not the, the question? question. <laughs> That's not the question. Oh my goodness. Like, do you see that kind of growth yes. in faith in Peter? Yes. Yes. Why? That wasn't. Why, Taylor? 
<laughs> Taylor's just telling me about how much growth he sees. And he, he was the one that disowned Jesus three fine. times, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you went from disowning Jesus and not having that strong faith to having that strong faith. Strong faith and encouraging others in their faith, too. Yeah, you denied him like three times. Are you, right? are you like reading my notes? <laughs> Where are your notes? <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know how to read. No, I can't. I read Filipino. <laughs> this is really going on the web. It's actually Tagalog. Yeah. People it, aren't going to listen to it. Maybe our parents. Joel, Joel's dad listens to it. <laughs> oh, no. I can live with that. I don't listen to young boy. It's not good. See? That's cool. Wait, you can see all the people who do, though? No. Okay, next question. We got, we got picked. But yeah, I see Peter grow a lot. <laughs> this is probably the shortest one out of all. We gotta beat him, Mike. Mike might be leaving, one leaving one. right now. Is that like 2.30 oh, is when we're supposed to be like leaving? Exactly, yeah, we like hey, leave right now. Can we run through this one? <laughs> Dang. Oh, shoot. Okay, okay, last <laughs> question. What character traits do you think Peter had to make him a great leader? Uh... He was unashamed. Where are you guys? A follower of Jesus. Bro's on a FaceTime on a <laughs> podcast. Mike Theo Vaughn. I'm on Michael Vick. Beetlejuice. Um. <laughs> um. He had determination, passion, <laughs> perseverance. <laughs> Those are three things. Hardworking. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, guys. Of course. Thanks for asking me.